A very good afternoon. It's 12 minutes past 1 p.m. It's time for your favorite talk show with your favorite ladies. Call the dish. My name is Ifanaya. And the studio with me is Kellyanne. Hi. And um, for you who has been following the dish search, I'm talking about the search for the next lady of the dish. As you know, um, this kicked off and the second phase I should say kicked off yesterday where we are having the shortlisted candidates come on air um, to co-host a live show with us individually Dara, Dara doesn't know that she's walking into a studio, she always just leaves the door open (laughs) (laughs) my friend would say people that do that in their village they don't used to have door, you only have cotton you know <laughs> Dara, Maybe. is that it? <laughs> yes, I think so. <laughs> Anyways, as I was saying, um, we're going to be having shortlisted candidates for the next at least the five working days. It started yesterday, so all throughout this week plus next Monday. Um, yesterday we had Joan in the studio with us. She was here all throughout. We were, it was like two hours and a few minutes after that. And today in the studio, we would like to introduce to you the next candidate, her name is Buffy. Hi, <laughs> How's it going? I'm good. How are you? You're great, great, great. Glad to have you in the studio. Um, so what we're going to be doing is to ensure that you get time to introduce yourself properly. But before getting into that, I want to give more information about the search for the next lady of the dish. Now, right after all the ladies get their chance to come on air to co-host a show with us, from the 12th to the 13th, we begin voting. So it's two days of voting. You're going to be voting on Instagram, Twitter, the phone lines, and WhatsApp. And how this happens is on Instagram on the 12th of this month, that is next Tuesday, we're going to be posting up um, a, a picture or a flyer on our Instagram page, which is going to be tagged, vote for the next lady of the dish. Now on that particular post, you're to like the post and you're to drop the name of your favorite candidates in the comment section. So you'd get to know all their names. Yesterday was Joan, today it's Buffy. And then as the days go by, we'll keep introducing to you who the candidates are. And you should drop the name of your preferred candidate in the comment section. Now on Twitter, we're going to put up a poll and it's going to be pinned to our Twitter page with the names of the ladies. Click on it, of course, and that signifies that you are voting for your favorite candidate. Now via the phone lines, the phone lines, you can only vote between the hours of 1 to 3 p.m. when the dish is on. So what you do is to call us up directly. Of course, we're going to be going through the phone lines at the time. Call us up directly and mention the name of your preferred candidate. And on WhatsApp, you can only vote between the hours of 1 to 3 p.m. on the 12th and the 13th of April. What you should be doing on WhatsApp is to send the name of your preferred candidate on WhatsApp. And that is as easy as it sounds. So you vote on Instagram, Twitter, phone lines and WhatsApp. To ensure that you're listening in so that you pick who you think is the best fit for the dish. And like we mentioned, we just might be picking one or two. Who knows? And we'll get to um, let you know after all the voting is done. We're going to collate the results and then we're going to announce that to you. Okay, so Buffy, welcome once again. would like for you Thank to introduce you. yourself. Let people know you. Of course, um, know what to expect from you as well. What you're bringing to the table. Mm-hmm. What the difference is going to be like if you are part of the Liveliest Roundtable, which is called The Dish. 
Yeah. Hi. Hi, everyone. Hi, Kel. Hi, Ify. Hi, Dara. Um, my name is Buffy Tumbra. Um, I'm actually an actress and a budding voiceover artist and soon-to-be lady of the dish. I like that. Yeah, I bring my energy, I bring my vibe, I bring my intellectual perspectives on matters. Yeah, basically... Um, I bring my own uniqueness to the show. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Good energy. Anyways, um, welcome and uh, let's see how today's show goes. I'm sure it'll be a very exciting show. All right, guys, let's get into the scoop for today. We're going to be starting off with um, what's going on with the ASU strike. Um, I would have you know that they've gotten 50 days into the strike today. And now that it is the 50th day that our students are out of school because um, ASU and the federal government cannot seem to come to, you know, come on terms um, in terms of the memorandum of agreement that ASU is arguing that the federal government is yet to um, uphold their own end of the bargain. Whilst the federal government is saying, well, what we agreed to do, we have done. Until today, we're asking ASU to come out to give us details at least about what the federal government has done so far and what is left to be done. At least we're being carried along and there's a form of transparency there, which is something that we are still waiting for. Now, the Minister of State for Education, Mr. Mekanwajiuba, is saying that they're striking university workers, including, of course, the Academic Staff Union of Universities, the Joint Action Committee of the Senior Staff Association of Nigerian Universities, and the Non-Academic Staff Union of Education and associated um, institutions are mean and wicked for uh-huh. shutting down universities across the country. Um, the unions are currently on strike, as you know, over uh, the federal government's failure to honor various agreements, like I did mention. Now, during an interview, Mwajuba um, was speaking on what was going on, saying that it was an act of wickedness for the unions to just keep going on strike for entitlements that the government would still give to them. The minister said in his own words, and I quote, we are negotiating with the polytechnics and colleges of education and the same thing ASU is asking for. It's the same thing that they are asking for, but they are willing to continue working. The only place we have a suspension of work is the ASU, SANU and NASU on account of things they believe are owed them. We believe every union is entitled to make these requests. The government has agreed with them. Government is only releasing money as they have it. The renegotiation uh, committee has always been constituted. The only departure is in the willingness of ASU, SANU and NASU to continue working while the same entitlements are on. The others have same demands but are willing to continue working while they get their entitlements. We have consistently said... If you disrupt academic programs because of one entitlement you are supposed to get, you will eventually get the entitlement. But our children would have lost the time that they're supposed to learn. You are just being mean. There's no point disrupting everybody's life. Those people can't regain their lives, but you can regain yours because you haven't gotten it. Everybody else must lose something. The strike has not produced the money that they are asking for. If the money was there, they would have been paid the day they started the strike. Government has heard them. They are not wrong, but the same way government has said they will get the money for every strike they have embarked on, they still get their money, but human beings have lost time. And then 
you know, um, he did mention they're not only being wicked to the government, but they are wicked to the human beings that constitute Nigeria. Now, in reaction, the national president, Asu, Professor Emmanuel Oshodeke, he wondered why the federal government had refused to meet the union's demand. He said, I will not honor people like Umajuba with my response. If the government wants the children of the ordinary Nigerian people to have good education, like their children who are schooling abroad, <laughs> they would have resolved the problem within one week. Absolutely. And he said, ask Umajuba why the Ministry of Education has refused to meet with ASU. And there are also other responses. Asu Chairman, University of Lagos, Dr. Dele Ashiru, he described Wajuba's statement as callous and provocative. He said this is the kind of reaction you get from those who became ministers of the Federal Republic based on quota system. If the minister knows that Asu would eventually get what it wants, why wait until the system is shut down? Is it sane for the conditions of service of a worker to remain the same in the last 12 years? The remark by the minister is therefore, to say the least, provocative, callous. And um, he said, as for ASUP, if they are comfortable with empty promises from an incentive ruining elites, good for them. I'll stop there. There's a few other things that they had to say. I think I, wow. I've mentioned enough. <laughs> All right. So it's quite interesting because, you know, prior to this particular thing happening right now with this back and forth between the Minister of State for Education and then members of ASU, we've been asking, Asoya, give us a list. What are the things at least the government has done so far? And the government should also, in response to that, say, oh, yes, this is exactly what we did, or they are omitting certain other things that we did. But till today, we're still trying to figure out what has been done, what has not been done. Now, on that aside, you know, one of the arguments that we keep having about, you know, should should the should the uh, um, members of ASU be considerate enough to an ex- to the extent where they do not mind that these empty promises, so to speak, have constantly not been met, but because they are empathetic towards the students and towards the you know ordinary citizen of Nigeria, they should just carry on working, or should they hold their ground? To ensure that the federal government does exactly what it said it was going to do as far back as how many years ago, you know, since the initial memorandum of agreement that they had. Now, right now, Mwajuba is saying what the ASU members are doing is just wickedness because we said we are going to do exactly what we have promised that we're going to do. Members of ASU are saying we don't believe in empty promises. And the reason why you're speaking this way is because you can afford a better education for your for your children abroad. So what are your thoughts, ladies, about this? So, <laughs> first of all, this man, Wajuba, right? Yes. He's saying that basically the they're wicked. Yes. The professors and, and all of that are wicked. But he's, I have an aunt who actually hasn't been paid since September of last year. Oh, wow. People have families to feed. Mm. You know what I mean? So... You can't even be productive at work if you don't have the financial capacity to take care of your family. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's it's very interesting that you, you would ignore the, the social economic needs of um, the professors and people mm-hmm. who need to prepare modules and be, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because, because at the end of the day, they also need to survive. Yeah. 
you know. So you can't just label them as wicked because they also have to make ends meet in order to be productive. So because at the end of the day, if they they call off the strike, it's just the overarching theme of this entire thing is lack of pay. You go months and months not paying them. So they need to (laughs) they need to exercise their agency in order to effect change so they can't just you can't just come out there and call them wicked yes it's unfortunate that the students don't have to can be in school but at the same time how do you go months and months not paying paying staff and paying workers it's not fair as well you know Kilich is like, are you no because it's like just this is 2022 and we're still on this it's like this country just has no there's like there's no end in sight where is the light at the end of the damn tunnel because like for heaven's sake strikes have been going on i was in school in 2020 something i I can't remember (laughs) (laughs) because it was a five-year course it was it was part-time five years and i spent seven years because of all these strikes in lasso because of strike 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 so like even before i entered university they they, we've been having this strike issues why do you always have to wait for the people to go on strike before you actually do what you're supposed to do as a government it doesn't make any sense you know and then again you now look at the other hand these people are always striking, but the government is always doing what they want to do. So clearly, the strikes are they even even are they even being effective? But then, what more can you do? Because really, you need to get paid, you need to feed your children, you need mm. to settle bills. It's just it's it's like it's just like a a loss on every side, you know. Except the government, the government is the only side that is not losing, as far as I'm concerned, because the people of Asu they need to get paid. The students need to go to school, but the government, eh, they'll fold hands and, like he said, send their children abroad because this really doesn't affect them at the end of the day, because their children don't school in the Nigerian, um, are not part of the Nigerian educational system. It's it's just sad to be honest. It's sad and it's frustrating. And if you're fulfilling their demands as well, mm-hmm. you're saying you're coming out and saying you're fulfilling the demands. What demands have you fulfilled thus far mm-hmm. from their side? Exactly. You know, is it pay? What part of it exactly? If they're refusing to say, okay, you're you're the government and we should hold you accountable, right? Mm-hmm. So tell us what part have you have you paid them for the past six seven months? Have payments been dispersed to this and this university so they can actually have hope that okay. This is going on. Some disbursement mm. is going on. Yeah. But there's nothing of the sort. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So mm-hmm. you can't. You, you can't. Honestly, yeah. this week I just said to Ify, like I'm not going to deal with this depressing situation. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I understand. Nah, what you it's mean. not good for my mental health. I understand what you like, mean because it's bro, every day, you know, it's like something negative every day. Like these days, we're just sitting down and just waiting to for hear the what the negative, negative news is. News is. I'm not going to deal with Nigeria this week. I'm so sorry. You know, you know it's very no, thank it's, you. It's very interesting that uh, the Minister for State for Education could brazenly come out to say, "We've heard your demands and we said that we are going to be providing it as the money comes." Pretty much saying if the money was here, we would have given it to you from the very beginning. But remember there's a scenario that I painted about you know, being um, a staff of the government, a public servant. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants to be seen as the fool. 
Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to be seen as getting the shorter end of the stick mm-hmm. because yes you're 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 a government worker you work as a professor you work in the educational system or you are a member of the house of representatives or you are a governor so everyone is seen all these people are seen as government workers now no one wants to be seen as the one that okay so you're saying there's no money but you've been paid all the allowances as you don't want to pay us and it's quite interesting yeah. that one of the bedrocks of society which is education right it's not it's something priority. that exactly yeah. it's ridiculous is, is this is this friends have you ever seen any member of the house of reps come out to to protest to say they they're, didn't they're pay not, us they're not they're not Never, because they're the ones that are paying themselves now. Yeah. yeah. They're the ones that are paying themselves. And then the, the worker bees, you don't give them any, like you treat them like they don't even exist. Meanwhile, if these people were not there to do the work, what exactly would you be governing at the end of the day? Because if there are no teachers, there are no doctors, there are no lawyers, if you would be you would be ruling over a chaotic society. Exactly. In fact, you on your own say, I'm not doing it again, please. This work, it doesn't make sense. I'm not doing the game because there's nobody to do the grunt work. Mm. But you can't even like do the basics, basic thing. Nobody's even, they're not even saying at this point, oh, increase our salary by 100%. Just pay us what you owe. Yeah. Pay us what you owe. It's it's, it's ridiculous. And for him to come out and even say, oh, what they're doing is wicked and and evil. Then what about what you're doing? Exactly. Yeah. Because at at the beginning of every year, there is budget allocation. So the, the the budget that was allocated for for um, education, what happened to it? it? It doesn't make any sense. It's like the food, money up and I don't know if you guys places. have heard about the also like the food program in schools to feed children. The school feeding, feeding program. program. School yeah. feeding program. Yeah. It's, it's an absolute scam because if you go to <laughs> Because I did my master's research was in primary schools, mm. and if you if you look at the schools, there are hundred hundred children in one classroom. Some kids are outside under the tree. They say they give free textbooks, but they're like two textbooks to hundred children. And then there's <laughs> oh and then there's um there's no free lunch. Oh, there's no free. There's lunch? no free lunch. So it's absolute program. Wow, it's scam. It's a it's a whole. It's like, yeah. And you know, it's quite interesting because we spoke about that yesterday. We're talking about um, the federal government coming out to say that um, from June, um, under one of the social programs, Mm -hmm. that they're going to be giving out 5,000 naira monthly (laughs) to different households. Exactly. And we we spoke about how the school feeding program is one of the the bings that people were complaining about, saying that, um, there was no form of accountability that they couldn't see anyone or any school yeah. that was a beneficiary of, of it exactly. Yeah. So, and how, how what can five thousand naira do for a family, really and truly, in this economy? They're not even going to get the five thousand exactly. naira. Exactly, it's it. going to be it's going to be embezzled before it gets to the grassroots. You know what I mean? So it's just. Just like uh, in Nigeria, yeah. It's it's the ridiculous. palliatives, yeah, f- during COVID, yeah. Mm-hmm. Please feel free to join the conversation. What are your thoughts? You could uh, give us a call 0809234 You can send a WhatsApp message to 08092345913. 
please feel free to join the conversation. What are your thoughts? Uh, this is coming from Chifudu saying um, 30 to 35 percent of our budget goes to senator salaries and they still pad budgets and dip their hands into it in the name of contracts we should stop settling for less so let us continue firing till the end our president donated one million to afghanistan and how can they spend billions to feed unknown children during lockdown is what chief Udu is saying Anyways, we'll keep following this story. Let's see how it goes. It's quite sad that this is what we are getting from our leaders. You know, as much as on one hand, we could come from the angle of compassion and just hoping that maybe the, the, the lecturers and the professors would be more understanding, knowing that, you know, the lives of children are going to be halted or I would say students are going to be halted because of the ASU strike. We also have to consider that these people have their responsibilities as well. And these are things that they are entitled to. You know, on one hand, we as individuals, when we're working in our different organizations or whatever the case might be, we don't want to work without being paid. You know, so should we be expecting that from other people as well? So we're going to be following this story um, as they keep updating us. We'll definitely keep sharing it with you. Now, speaking about leadership, because one uh, point of conversation, especially in 2022, is the upcoming elections in 2023. The youth have started speaking up again, talking about wanting more young people in leadership or um, more young people at least coming out to vie for certain positions. At least let's have good enough candidates to vote for because that's one thing that is lacking. On one hand, we could come out and champion you know, movements to ensure that um, there's better leadership. On the other hand, if we don't have the right candidates, you know, how then can the the... The expectations of better leadership, how can that be our reality if we don't have the right candidates for that? And just speaking about that, we know that there have been people at least four years ago, so to speak, or three years ago, so to speak, when um, it was the last uh, general elections and we did see some young people vie for specific positions, one being Banky W, who has definitely been quite passionate about leadership and he has shown um, in recent time and in times past as well um, what his passion for Nigeria is like wanting to vie for political office. And we know that he has, you know, declared to run under PDP, which was faced with a lot of criticism uh, because when the youth spoke about getting more people in leadership, a lot of them expected that these people come out with their own political party. However, the jury is still out on this one because we know we have two major political parties, APC and the PDP. Mm -hmm. Uh, On one hand, people are saying for you to you know, win whatever election it is, you must be a part of one of these political parties. On the other hand, there are people who are saying, no, you should just mobilize as the youth and you could come up with your own political party. And if you can mobilize to champion and push that particular party, we could still get, you know, the type of leadership that we want. And that is still a point of argument. But speaking about Banky W, he has faced a lot of criticism because people felt like, as a young person who has been, you know, pushing for a greater Nigeria, why have you chosen to align with one of the major political parties that, you know, a lot of people don't necessarily feel have the best interests of Nigeria at heart? Um, but we have 
seen, you know, Banky W in so many ways to be a man of integrity. However, people are trying to figure out how they can align him being a man of integrity with him being a part of this political party um, that people don't necessarily align with or think has the best interest of Nigerians at heart. So before we get into the main point of this particular conversation, because there was some comment that went viral a few days ago, which was quite eye-opening and it was quite shocking because we were wondering if this person that made the comment about Banky W, if he had some sort of personal vendetta against him. But before getting into that, ladies, I would like for us to talk about, you know, a lot of youth who've come out to question Banky W aligning with the PDP. You know, what are your thoughts about that? Because they, they feel that if we want to, as youths, you know, get better leadership. We should not be aligning with any of the two major political parties. Yeah, but the unfortunate thing is that if you're not aligned with any one of the two major political parties, you might you might just get lost in the ballot at the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I know they say, oh, you have to, you know, um, stand on your principles and this and that. But I don't think politics is as straightforward a game as as we look at it from the outside. I think that sometimes you have to compromise, you know, you have to concede on some certain things in order for you to get ahead. Because I remember when Banky first came out last year with the YDP party, people were like, oh, why are you wasting your time? You mm. know, nobody knows this party. At the end of the day, people are just going to either look for the umbrella or look for the broom. You know, you're not ready, you're not this, you're not that. Now he's come out, he's aligned with one of the other parties, he's one of the major parties. He's like, oh, okay, you are selling out now. Like... Look, if easy, go do am. <laughs> like, do am if easy. Mm. But I don't think that politics in Nigeria especially is a clear, like, it's it's not like a straightforward path. I think that there are some ways you just have to make certain compromises, but just ensure that you don't lose yourself and mm. you know that you're sticking to your founding principles and you ensure that your goals that you always wanted to achieve are being set at the end of the day. Yeah. I think that people shouldn't crucify Banky. You know, he hasn't even gotten in at all yet, but there's been so many comments, even when he declared last year, oh, Banky is this, Banky is that, yeah. this and that. But As from, expected, because you know that's what happens yeah. when you decide to take bold moves like that. But then we, we complain when people take bold moves and then we also complain when people don't. We complain that, oh, same set of old people, same this, same that. A young person gets in there, what's this one going to go and do? She just wants to go and eat money like the rest of them. I think you can't win with people, but at the end of the day, let your work speak for you. Mm. I think that we should just give him a chance to see what, what he does. Mm. All right, uh, Dara and Buffy, what are your thoughts uh, about about this? I think that, okay, like, Nigeria became democratic in, what, 1999, right? Between 1999 and now, yes, 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 between 1999 and now, it's been the same two-party, two parties alternating over and over again. again. Mm -hmm. So if you really want to effect change, you have to go with one of them. Let's Mm -hmm. be realistic here. You know, the last presidential election, they had really good candidates. But I think the reason why none of them won was because they didn't have the numbers. They didn't have the financial capacity. And that's the truth. And that's the truth. So you just have to face the reality and ground and say, okay, what party can I join to effect change from the inside? Mm. So many people have joined, you know, 
in other countries yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we've joined some parties and we're able to effect change from the ground up you know yeah. so um we shouldn't bash him for trying his educated you know we can't say that for a lot of people who who are in power That's a point he has he has a bachelor's degree he's well spoken he's he's knowledgeable about world issues nigerian issues so yeah everybody it's an equal playing field so he should be he should be given the chance to prove yeah, himself exactly and not pre, you know prejudged before he can actually you know show us what he has or he's bringing to the table, to the table. yeah um so this kind of just reminds me of like you know Desmond Elliott cuz like he was in the, he was in the entertainment industry and then he went over to do politics and ended up disappointing everybody. So I really don't know. It's not like I see Banky has done anything per se, but I'm just kind of just watching. Um I'm not voting and I'm not saying he shouldn't do it. I believe that any way that you can kind of like get to where you need to go to like do what you need to do. But um, my fingers are not crossed. I'm not expecting anything positive. Like this is Nigeria, and <laughs> like anything goes. So we'll yeah. see. Uh, now, just and, okay. Sorry, I just wanted to add that. So even another reason why Banky couldn't run under YDP was because it's one of the parties that was scrapped by exactly. Heineck. You know, like they Heineck scrapped, scrapped a lot of parties. Yeah, yeah. about yeah. what seventy-four parties were scrapped in 2020 following their dismal performances in previous elections. So you can imagine. 74. I didn't even know that there were that many parties to begin with. And YDP was one of them. Anyways, now just speaking about, you know, the criticism that he has faced so far, let's take a look at a very vile comment. I would I would term it as a very vile comment by one of the DJs in in, in Nigeria in the Nigerian music industry, DJ Obi, who went under uh, um the comment section. There was a post about Banky W, of course, you know, vying for for office and you know being under PDP and all that. And um, DJ Obi, that's his name, decided that he had a few choice words for Banky W. Um, he, he, he started, you know, attacking the fact that Banky W wears many hats, right? Saying anywhere breeze blow, you, you're there. Today you're a pastor, tomorrow you're an artist. Next tomorrow you're a politician. Next week, deliverance ministry. Next month, your new single is on the way. I beg, we need real politicians is what he said. Um, he said, this is not a popularity contest, is what he said. Um, he said, we are serious about our country. Nigeria is on the verge of getting on the path of greatness. We need solid men that are willing to lose it all for this nation to work and to work well. The work ahead is not for the weak hearts. No be go talk and sars. And then he went, he now went further to you know, say so, some other some other things that you would know that this is clearly some personal vendetta, you know, because this is not you trying to criticize an individual who's running for political office. This is you coming out to call him disgusting, right? Mm-hmm. This is you coming out to say it will all play out and I won't be silent. Um, I will be part of the call out all day, right? Aside from this second part of the comment, DJ <laughs> Obi is coming under a comment section to call out Banky W for vying for political... Not, not only that, for saying that the fact that he he wears other hats dis- some, somewhat disqualifies him from being a politician. Ladies, I want to ask you, what really is the role of a politician? Like, what is... If, if they ask you to describe a career politician that this is your career as a politician, what does that entail? Uh, I guess from when... 
uh, you were in university, you started involving yourself in some form of philanthropic work. Mm. And you've also been, you know, maybe working as maybe as an intern in some level of government, mm-hmm. like basically aligning yourself with some part of you know the the government and the system and how it works or you're a lobbyist or something i guess that's what a career politician is so it's like from from day one everybody has said you've stated your your career path saying look i want to become a politician mm. so if I, from the time you got out of secondary school you've just been all about anything politics you're there you're there you're there mm. i guess that's that's what i think it is okay. i think i feel like the way that he um expressed himself as a bit rude but i think what he was trying to say is that like banky seems to be very busy with a lot of things like the music and all these other things like does he even have the time to actually focus on being a leader and like ruling the people it's just like there's this saying that goes like a jack of all trades and a master of none but then there's a there's a complete um um statement to that because that's not the that's not the full quote it's not the full quote yeah yeah because it goes beyond just like master of none he says something about but it's better for you to i'll, I'll get the full quote <laughs> <laughs> that it's still better for you to have like different hats is what the quote really says yeah. and this is just me uh um, plus monkey isn't really even doing that much at the end of the day he's always yeah. been he started out as an artist mm-hmm. that's that's how we knew him you know and most times as an artist when you get older you want to evolve so he he started the record label and then they moved into um advertising as well which is you know it means that okay this is somebody who is an entrepreneur he's working for his money so he's not a quote-unquote hungry fellow who just sees government as it's his own uh, piece of the national cake Mm. and then he found jesus and so he's not even a pastor he speaks in church sometimes he prays but is that is that now a crime to to you know discover yourself in your religion no that's literally all Banky does. That's yeah. literally... He started out as an artist, branched out into a businessman, and he found Jesus. That's all. <laughs> I, and I feel like with, with what DJB did, first of all, I, I, can't, I see no sense in that. It's just like going to someone who decides that they want to run for political office, right? And there are a pool of people out there that you probably might think is better qualified than this person. You leave those people and you tell the person that has decided to run... We want real politicians. Why are you telling me that? Clearly, you don't see me as a real politician, but why are you directing that to me? Wouldn't you go out to other people to say to them, we need real men in politics or we need real women in politics and I think you fit the mark. Why aren't you doing anything? Why are you sitting down and our country is burning down to the ground? Why are you going to the people that have decided to show their interest in running for office? It's weird because I'm like, this is just a misplaced complaint. And that's the reason why it does seem as though he has some personal vendetta against Banky. A side note, like what is even the definition of like a real real man or a real real politician politician. that should be in office? Mm. Because I mean, the the president of Ukraine was a comedian. (laughs) He's now a president. President of, of, of America was once a reality TV show. Let's a be reality honest. TV star, sorry. So like, yeah. What yeah. are we saying? What and are then, we saying? I, mean, I also feel like why are you why is he bashing um Banky for dibbling and dabbling into different sectors? Because obviously Banky has a, a restaurant, he has you know, he, he does he acts as well, he has his in his in music in the music industry. 
me there's nothing wrong with having multiple streams of income because you want to this, end up feeding your family exactly this country is tough nobody can survive on on one stream of income anymore as in I don't know anybody that works just one job exactly so why are you bashing him for having you know for having multiple streams of income and what's the definition of a politician uh, do we have actual politicians in this country that are doing really good work for the advancement of, of our nation so if he has an interest if he He's, he's identified a problem either with the laws or with the public policy or the social economic challenges in the country and he wants to be part of that change why are you bashing him for coming out to to vie for office for 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 a seat i just don't understand it's, it sounded so personal to me no Very, do you think yeah. me? i it's was right. like what are you doing somebody hack his account i, 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 I thought that is right but when somebody I, disgusting that's exactly like how do you how do you how do you rationalize that it was a bit like but I wouldn't say it was like, 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 right. I started thinking have these people been fighting before, before? nobody knows about it because <laughs> I, so. I started thinking back to all the interactions that you know they may have had in the past I never ever felt like there was any sort of um, friction or anything there so it's like, he's like me I don't know it's just super weird it's super weird so so what it is is rather than people going out there to criticize the people that have come out in as much as yes a lot of people are questionable how about you go to the people that you think would fit will be the best fit as leaders and ask them why because at the end of the day we have very much qualified people out there They're, we have captains of industries we have people in industries that have done very notable work you know, maybe that has, has affected the economy. Maybe they're in finance and we know that they will play a good role as leaders. This is exactly what we should be looking at as opposed to just, you know, telling someone there's about to be a race. Stop running. It's like I've decided to run. If you choose not to vote for me, that's on you and that's fine. But then just coming out there to just spend your energy and your strength to criticize someone instead of you to spend your energy and your strength to sensitize people. Go out there and, go and tell vote. people go yeah. and vote and 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 ensure that you are educating people about voting. Talk about PVCs. Talk about the fact that they are reopening registration of PVC. I think is sometime in April. I'll get the particular date so that you could go and register for your P- PVC. Talk about that. Talk about how powerful your PVC is. Talk about the people that you feel are the are a better fit who have shown interest at the moment, saying that they want to run for office. Focus on that. But if you're there targeting all this hate and all this resentment on someone else, it, it's it's very odd. I was so shocked when I when I saw those comments. Lagos talks. All right, we lost that one. Zero eight zero nine two three four five nine one three zero eight zero nine two 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 zero nine one three zero one five one five zero nine one three. Zero one five one five one nine one three. Um, this is coming from. This is coming from. Well, you didn't saying I'm surprised that Banky decided to join the same party that brought our nation to its knees. How do you make a change in the midst of these career politicians? He's walking a tightrope, is what he's saying. Mm-hmm. Zook Radio is, is with PDP, no APC now. I mean, he's probably talking about both because APC was able to take over because of 
the issues that arose when PDP was in power. Yeah, but now we're not Things in hotter soup than when we, when we were before. So, so that's, that's just the point. The argument. <laughs> so the thing is, if you, look, if you look at it, now both of them bring us to our knees. But there's, unfortunately, there's no other place to go to because you won't join another party now next year. I know. Like so, yeah. so it's like, why are you wasting your time? <laughs> this is from Zucker you saying... <laughs> saying why did I leave out that um, MF comment now it's established the fact that DJ Obi's comment was vile and maybe personal but when he made but then he made some valid points Nigeria is bigger than people's personal ambition we can't afford to keep making the mistake electing people who won't serve the people if people feel this way about any entertainer then blame it on Desmond Elliott he sounded <laughs> more intellectual than Banky but eight years in politics and it's not and it's only back on toilets in Surulere that oh we goodness. only know him for well, the thing is I, I feel like that is so unfair judging everybody based off Hell, of one, one person, person. Yeah. I think that is so unfair Desmond Elliott is an individual who decided to just go in there and just do as he liked. It doesn't mean that everybody else that comes up now we should say no to them. Then if we keep saying no to every new person that comes up and we still complain, complain about the old people that are there, what do you want? Like really, what do you want in this life? I like that you said that because to write off of that, this is the exact same argument that people bring to the fore when we talk about more women in leadership. They begin to identify the one or the two women that happen to be in political office or office of, you know, influence and power who did us a disservice. And we say one woman and you know that and you know that the population is half women, like 50 percent women, 50 percent men. Mm -hmm. And you use the one woman or the two women in politics to create a picture about women in leadership. And that's and that's the thing because if we're, if we're beginning to go by that, it means that we should say no man should rule Nigeria or to should lead Nigeria <laughs> because it's been majority men that have been leading Nigeria. So I don't know that that is a good you know argument to base our decisions on. Say, oh well, you were an entertainer. Uh, well, there was an entertainer before you who became you know um, a member of the state assembly. So we don't think you're going to do us like do we? Do they even well, give the us women have done us dirty though. They have. That's <laughs> they the have spot our chances. No, but that's the yeah. thing. Let's not say they've spot our chances as though it's like, well, okay, this is just a random example. Let's. It's just akin to what happened on stage with Will Smith and Chris Rock, right? Mm -hmm. Where people were saying things like, you know, you know, it's two black men in front of Oscars that we were complaining is so white and now that they're giving black people more of an opportunity. The fact that we're even thinking in that manner, it's as though we're making the Caucasians, the lords, and we're saying, oh, behave yourself, oh, so that they don't take that opportunity for us. No. The fact is that we are part and parcel of what made the entertainment industry what it is because a lot of black talent have made the box office what it is. Yeah. And that's what we're saying about leadership, that women are half the population. Right? Meaning that we play a huge role in the economy of Nigeria. Yeah. It means that when it comes to tax paying as well, because thankfully we are in the corporate sector as well, we pay our taxes. Mm -hmm. So it's, it should not be a, oh, they're giving us a chance or not. It should be about, it is a right, it's, it's right that if we're going to be, if you're going to be led by a set of people who are leading a population that is half women, it should be indicative in the leadership as well, the people that are making laws. It's just yeah. like examples where we were seeing laws about a woman's body or abortion in different countries. And you see the panel of individuals that are making those decisions are 90% or 100% men. Mm -hmm. So we're saying, if you're going to talk about, you know, inclusivity based on the, 
the 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 majority of the population or a, a lump sum of the population, it should be indicative in their leadership as well. Yeah, you know, let's see women. There should be there should be representation. Exactly. So it should not yeah. be like, oh, you know what? Oh, let's let oh, act a certain way so that they will not say women should not lead. No. Yeah. It, it, it's it, just like when it comes. Sorry. To, yeah. No, carry on. When it comes to women in politics, the reason why I'm saying they've ruined it for us to some extent is if you look at Malawi, mm. the first um, the first. Um, female president in Malawi was Banda. She embezzled funds and she was just as corrupt as her male counterparts. There you go. Then you have um, Ellen Johnson Sirleaf. Mm. She has some some questionable things she did as the first president of Liberia. So, and then you have the, if you come to to Nigeria, you have the Daisyanis who amassed funds. So when you look at those, you know, case studies, it's not an it's not, it's not encouraging exactly. because it's almost like you've been giving such a high position to prove yourself as a woman and be included in the in the political structure and mm. yet you disappoint us. And we should so you're leaving a bad record for, for, other, for women, other women who, which who is are a given. aspiring to Which is a given. Now positions. the question is, is, is it a woman thing or is it a you are a corrupt person? That's true. Yeah. Because we can also look at the Jacinda Arden of New Zealand and mm-hmm. the huge feats that she's achieved for New Zealand as a female president. Look yeah. at what she did for New, De- New Zealand during, you know, COVID-19. So is it now a, a situation of, are you just not fit to be in a position of authority? Are we now making it a... Being exactly. in general, not because you're a female Because if male. we're going by yeah. male or female, like I mentioned, oh. the, the men have done us dirty in terms of the people that have been in political office since Nigeria became independent right Mm -hmm. so they have been the ones that have had authority how is Nigeria now is Nigeria a better place we are still complaining about the same things about fuel power (laughs) same (laughs) same thing same thing sadly Lagos Talks good afternoon good afternoon what's your name my name is Antisosh Oluwafemitosh MC Tush, interesting. Yeah. Welcome, join the conversation. And I've been enjoying um, the opinions and discourse of each and every one of you. Thank you. Politics, the state of the nation, individualism, and opinionism. Mm. Um, I see how uh, Banky has been through some bashing because of his opinion. But you know that in life there are two sets of people those that watch things happen and those that make things happen. Um, if you're tired of the state of the nation, the best thing you can do is to look for a structure that already exists and find your way to a place where you can become an element of change. Uh, Nigeria is bad, Nigeria is bad, but most of us have left it for the bad guys. And so it will continually to remain the business of the bad guys until the good guys begin to take them with some element of light. Um, if everywhere is dark, we continue to leave it dark, uh, or you light your candle and you hand it under the bushes, there will be no illumination. So, um, APC and PDP, for now, in Nigeria, is the, um, let me say, the, the, the party with the right kind of structure to attain any political position. So, if you know that you want to make a change and you have the interest and the growth of Nigeria in mind, you have to find your way to any of those parties and consent and contest. If not, whatever you do outside those two parties for now is like doing house fellowship and warming up <laughs> a vibration that will never come to reality. So for young people, 
Um, okay, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm on air, so I can say this. Um, I've seen a lot of young people who want to vow for one office or the other. Some are uh, uh, overly desperate to become the president of this nation, which I think is not wise. Which um, you think is not wise, okay. Presidency is not, it's not the place of total transformation. Mm. And I think if you want to um, change your community, start from your house. If you want to change your state, start from your community. And if you want to change the nation, start from your state. So, I feel that as young people who are vying for the post of president, I feel they are being over-ambitious, which does not make sense. Hmm. There are a lot of impacts that are being made at the local level, Indeed. at the assembly level, hmm. at the representative level, and at the senate level. I would, exp- I would want to advise most of our young people who are going to become president. You have the energy. You have the zeal. You have the goodwill. Being the president of Nigeria is based on negotiation and a whole lot of political consideration that some of them don't have the stamina for. But in Protocolty, you can begin to build a reputation. For example, let me mention Shore. I would advise Shore to contest for House of Rep, House of Senate. If we have somebody like Shore in the Senate, he's going to give the presidency tough time. And I feel that he's going to make a whole lot of change and he's going to make a whole lot of impact in the Senate or in the House of Representatives. But yes, yeah, we can now trust that based on his antecedents and track record of quality performance, let us stand by this guy to, you know, contest for presidency. But you have not even, we don't, we don't have anything we can point to apart from the fact that you were the um, chief activist of Unilag at some particular time. The mm. track record that has long, you know, lost is relevant. So, the only fact is that allowing or you're contesting under. They have Interesting. And then when we see your track record and your performance and the kind of bills that you push to play, we can now say, oh, this guy is a presidential candidate. And then we can now begin to talk about negotiation with the North, mm. East, West and all of those. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much for for your take on this particular story. Uh, A big thank you to everyone who's been a part of this conversation so far. Um, This is coming from Obina Senekaya. A politician describes a person who has little or or unknown profession aside being in political circles all year round. This type of people could have studied law, medicine, or even other profession professional courses, but they don't use those certificates because their life evolves around politics and they're usually not known to, to have any political ideology. Um, this is coming from Stephen Say, if... if if Banky becomes governor and employs DJ Obi as a special advisor on entertainment in the States, will he reject it? He should free Banky W and hold Desmond Elliott. This is coming from Ireland saying, good afternoon, ladies. I'm Banky. 
matter and his likes. Some are real Christians, while some are pseudo-Christians. In politics, women should from a party where they can practice what they preach. Okay, so should form a party where they can practice what they preach and show examples to men. But if you want to find your way into their midst, be ready for duty politics instead. Positions in the party are not given by certificates of qualification and eloquence, but through politicking within the party is what Ireland is saying. Um, this is coming from Melissa saying, Good afternoon. Winning elections is about structures on ground and not social media. Great decision by Banky W. Most of other political parties lack those grassroots structures to make the desired change. Remember, if you want to join the conversation, you can send a tweet at Lagos Talks 913. Ensure that you're using the hashtag the dish Lagos to join the conversation. Um, okay, now let's quickly move on to other stories that are trending since we're, you know, touching a little bit on entertainment. Let's take a look at um a statement that the actress Funke Akindele made um, about the identity of her children. I think we might have spoken about something along this line where, you know, some celebrities, when they give birth to their child, they begin with showing us like a finger, a toenail, <laughs> the hair of the person, the shoulder, and they never get to show us. And some people are like, you know what? If you don't want to show us, don't show us. Keep your baby. Keep your baby. <laughs> and Honestly, I've forgotten that they had babies. And the, the people who say, you know, well, maybe they have their reasons because they're in the public eye. Now, Funke was making a statement about not showing her, her children's faces because we've never seen any of her children. I think they're actually twins. Like I'd forgotten that, that she had she, children. She had children. And so um, she was having a conversation with a blogger. Right, and just explaining the reason why she hides the faces of her kids. She said, and I quote, Don't you see my home? Don't you see my husband? Don't you see the back of my children? How is is that is that one private? The children's face, is that what you're trying to say? It's a no. And she said, when they're old enough, they should show their faces if they want to. But for now, I don't want them to show their faces. I want them to have their lives and to enjoy it. So Funke Akindele made the statement about not, not showing the faces of her children, you know, giving them the right to make that decision when they get to a more mature age. However, she's been showing us their back. <laughs> what, what are your thoughts Maybe about this? Maybe we she born now. Maybe not forget it. But in general, what are your thoughts about, you know, celebrities who might show like body parts of their children? Some who you've never even seen their children, children's body parts. In fact, you just knew that maybe they were actually pregnant according to what the tabloid said, but you've never even seen any part of, of their children. What, what are your thoughts about that? I feel like everybody is well within their rights to show whatever body parts that they want. <laughs> that they want. Um, I feel like, you know how they say, Insta- us, we the Instagram in-laws. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy with the fact that we haven't seen Funke Kindele's, you know, it's their life. If they want to protect the the face, the faces of their children, they should, you know. I actually respect some actors who have been in the industry for decades like 
your Chioma porters and you no one can really say I've seen Genevieve's daughter no, no, or yeah, I know yeah. Chioma Apolta's children so if they want to if they want to keep their life private then why not and I agree with you but like why does she yeah. always like drop these teasers like why, why are you <laughs> so like, you don't forget she's a you, mother no? you, you're not sure you're not sure like why are you showing the back and then like the legs or so the hands so or like you might as well just not show anything <laughs> if you're so concerned about about um, people seeing privacy. them privacy yes mm. but what, what are, you know I don't even know when it comes to parents showing their kids on social media or even with me showing like my nephews or my nieces on social media like I'm 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 in the middle when it comes to that right um, because I know how insecure the world is it's not necessarily a safe place that I would comfortably you know, show my niece's face or my nephew's faces without, you know, wondering, does this endanger them? You know, does, is this just me celebrating the fact that I love my nieces so much and my nephew so much? Should I even be doing that in the first place? I mean, I have shown my niece's face, you know, on social media, but God knows how many times I question it in my head. Should we show you it? Okay, she's 13 now, at least she's grown up enough to because, you know, some of her mates are on social media. Now, my little niece, I have shown her face, but not as often. You know, maybe there's something to celebrate. I'm just like, oh, look at my niece. But then sometimes I'm just like, should I be showing her face? So what are your thoughts about parents showing, not even celebrities or not, but parents showing their kids on social media? Do you think that people should just be just freely do what, what what they want to do on social media because you just want to celebrate you know as a parent celebrate the milestones of your child celebrate the fact that you know you're just happy that you have a child or should they be weary or more calculated you know when they when they're showing their kids on social media i think that as a parent you should do what you like but unfortunately um the fact that the world is now a global village is a good thing and a bad thing because then it also means that whatever you post online, you're basically just opening the doorway, you know, like you're opening the door and saying, everybody, hi, you're welcome to a front, of a front, um, what's that word? Seat, seats. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> Courtside seats, seats of, into oh, my, life. my life. Because we've also seen instances where um, a young lady has posted a picture of her in her apartment and then she's a stalker has actually sent her her address or has come to the, her place to look for her. What? Yes. Like, people are crazy in this world, you know. So now it's not even about just keeping your life private because you're a private person. It's about security as well, you know. That's why I don't even advocate for parents to be posting pictures of their kids in their school uniforms because you don't know what weirdo is watching. You know, you don't know what information they are gathering from your social media. Then they show up at your child's school and then they say, I'm so and so person. And then from the things that you've posted, they make the child feel comfortable like you know them. That's so true. And then the child can easily just leave with them. And that's why we always advise not take pictures of your children in their uniform. Like I, I, in their just, school uniform, well, do not has take just become, pictures of your children in their school uniform. It's just become it's somehow, just too, too much information to like, for for strangers. I mean, and you don't know who has, uh, um, you know, sinister. I honestly wouldn't like think too much about it. However, because mm. we're in Nigeria, and you know, like this thing about like witches. 
about like your due date if you're pregnant oh you're, yeah. you're, you're doing baby bump photo shoots and you're posting online are you crazy we're Nigerians you know that superstition and I like that you brought that up you yeah, know let's have a conversation it's now a trend about, about where, that yeah. so people now post, post their one year baby the child is almost walking they're yeah, posting baby they're posting it because you know what some village like, people as long as the village people know that there's a child like they can find the child if they want the child so you might as well just post when you're like pregnant yes. and no need to wait. So guys, if you're listening, join the conversation. Do you think now we've moved, we've segued into pregnancy <laughs> shoots. Pregnancy Where, shoots. Yeah, um, pregnancy um, shoots. A, trend. a lot of women yeah. either want to show, you know, the world, her bundle of joy that is still within her belly and she just wants to show or share pictures of, of her baby bump. And with, you know, our parents of people saying or people saying things like you should not do that. You should wait until you're either giving birth or if at all you want to share the news of your pregnancy, wait until after like maybe three months. I've heard that one as well. Mm-hmm. Where, yeah, a lot of women Why, in Nigeria, in I don't know. That's what I want to ask. <laughs> where a lot of Nigerian women, I don't know if this is a Nigerian thing, an African thing or a worldwide thing where they say to, to them, don't share news about your pregnancy until you're, you're, you've passed the first three months so of the pregnancy. at all till the baby comes. Till the baby don't comes. anybody. Yeah. I think people also do that because, you know, like in the first three months, for some people, it could be dicey. It's touch and go. Hmm. You know, there could be a miscarriage. Mm. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's a very delicate time for most women, and so you don't want to go through all that whole um, process of telling people, and then God forbid you lose the baby, and then it's like, oh, what this happened? and this is Where exactly. Is and so at three yeah. months, you still you're not really showing at three months, so it's still also easier for you to just hide, hide. it. You know, so then after three months, your tummy starts to come out a bit more, and it's like, okay, that cool. def- that definitely makes more sense to me than like saying that you're hiding it because like you don't because of superstitious reasons. Like, mm. yeah. I think it's just like you know how you just want to be coded about a new relationship that you get into. Hmm. You know, nah, yeah, I believe that. <laughs> <laughs> that this world is more spiritual and physical. I mean, I don't want to necessarily experience any of these things myself. I, but you know how with with when, when when it comes to cultural practices, there are some things that you might take. There are some things that you might let go of because mm. it's not everything that they say is cultural is right and is beneficial for you, right? Um, now I can't. I I don't want to have to experience it. So that I will now make a decision based on should I show people that I'm pregnant until after three months? Yeah. If my mom is like, babe, let me advise you, do it this way. Let me just take. Isn't that take just don't tell people that you're pregnant? <laughs> yeah. yeah, but then still on that as well, it doesn't. They, the things that they do can also affect you. It's not just like the children yeah. or the babies. You know what I mean? So if you're saying that, then like don't push yourself at all. Like it's not just the pregnancy or the on baby. social media. Yeah. Well, if you're listening, join the conversation. What are your thoughts about this? You know, um, the superstition or the belief behind not telling people about your pregnancy until after three months. And for some people, not even telling people that they're pregnant until after their child is born. At least a few months after their child is born. Do you believe in that? Um, Do you see reason why this should be so? Or do you believe otherwise? Let us know. 0809. 
0809 Lagos Talks, good afternoon. What's your name? Yeah, it's Naya. Hi. Hi, Nosiki. Hi, Nosiki. <laughs> good afternoon. Hi, girl. Hi, Nosiki. Hello, <laughs> So it's Buffy is here and Dara. Dara and and what I can't remember her name. Buffy, Buffy. Okay, Buffy. Okay, hi. Hi. Can I can I um talk on Banky's Banky's? All right, um, let's hear you. Okay. Um, I see nothing wrong with him changing parties. Yeah, you know. Okay, Bakasi said something funny. He said um that there are only two political parties. You know that the other ones are after parties. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> That's terrible. And you see, I supported Banky. I actually voted for him in 2019 when he was at um, YDP. And I would shamelessly vote for him again, even though he's in PDP. I'm, I'm not even a fan of PDP. Mm. But Banky is a person I'm voting for. When I vote people, I vote. I've actually voted the person and not the party, mm. you know. So, but I kind of understand where the criticisms are coming from, you know, based on what you discussed about PDP and APC. How, if you're being honest, they really don't have ideology. They switch between them, you know, mm. anyhow they like, you know. Two sides of the same coin. Exactly. For mm. example, my brother thinks um, there's this party, ABC African. Uh, um, Democratic Party. Oh yeah. Okay. Yes, it's an after party according mm. to Kimbakasi. <laughs> but it's um it's really the kind of party you'd like the caliber of people there. Prof King Slimongali is there. Um the person that is going to contest Lagos State Gubernatorial and uh, uh, the Lagos State Gubernatorial candidate mm-hmm. is there. He's Harvard trained. Prof Paxton is there. You know, the party has a that thinks uh, Muni is also there. You know, it has a way of, you know, pushing up people, very educated and exposed people. You know, maybe some people felt Banky should be in such a fold mm. and not in somewhere like PDP where you have all sorts of, you know, dodgy people. But I, I, by and large, I see nothing wrong with that. I'll probably mm. vote for him again. All right. You Thank you very think. much. All righty. Lagos Talks, good afternoon. 08-09-234-5913. By the way, in case you're just tuning in, it is the liveliest roundtable of highly influential female professionals. We get to talk about everything and anything. It's called The Dish, and we are dissecting some of the top stories that are trending. And we have a special co-host in the studio. Her name is Buffy, and she is one of the shortlisted candidates for The Dish Search. Yes, we are searching for the next lady of The Dish. If you have been following what we've been doing, as you know from yesterday, we started um, having the shortlisted candidates on air with us as a a co-host for the day. Yesterday we had Joan. Today Buffy is in the studio. Tomorrow I will be introducing who would be in the studio with us. And we're going to be doing this till the 11th of 
April. And after that, on the 12th and the 13th, you get to vote for who your favorite candidate is, who you think fits the mark or the bill excellently to be a part of the dish. So in case you're wondering, I know Dara's voice, I know Ife's voice, I know Kel's voice, but who's in the studio? It's Buffy that is in the studio with us today. All right, this is coming from Steven saying, the way you called witches, it makes me think they are better than winches. Huh? So are you talking about Dara? Did you, you said witches, yes, right? Witches. So maybe, so I, I, don't, I don't understand. Are you saying that she 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 said that they're good witches or bad witches? I'm, I'm just trying to make sense of that. I don't know. Do you understand? <laughs> no, I don't understand. Okay. So please explain it to us, Stephen. Um, what you didn't say, I remember using my child's picture on my WhatsApp DP and he wasn't comfortable with it. So I stopped posting his pictures on my social media platforms. Uh, how old is your son? <laughs> As in, I'd like to know. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, stop posting me on, on social media. Zook Radio is saying, th- there are things that can't be hidden in life. And one is pregnancy. So, passing way go do you isn't really on social media, but around your household or your family. Posting your baby bump on social media really does nothing to your pregnancy, except you are followed by wicked family members and friends. However, posting it on social media is really unnecessary because most people following you really don't care about you or your pregnancy. True. <laughs> this is coming from a listener saying, um, hello ladies, for me, I feel WhatsApp is more than enough to show your children's faces. Only WhatsApp because it involves people that you're very close with. Also, I'm enjoying Buffy and her take, um, but her voice and Dara's voice sound alike. So it's kind of confusing. (laughs) (laughs) So Dara, please say something so they know who's speaking. Hi, (laughs) Ify. And Buffy, say something. Hi, Ify. How's it going? (laughs) (laughs) Kind of. You guys sound alike. Yeah, you guys sound alike. All right, let's take this Lagos Talks. 0809 Um Newton Imomo on Twitter is saying, for me, there are some things that you should be discreet about. Not everything should find their way on social media. How much more your children? Now, speaking about that, what about people who don't like to share, like, maybe good news or exciting news on social media or with people that are not in their family because of this same superstition where it's like I'm about to maybe jackpot for instance don't tell anybody don't tell anybody mm-hmm. you're about to travel about and, to tra- and exactly. everything is discreet <sighs> I think those things are, are based off of experience our okay. parents just don't talk off the cuff hmm. it's either because they've experienced it or, or they know somebody who has experienced it right mm. you know not because like oh you, you just you just can't be superstitious for no reason for nothing. Yeah, you know especially with regards to the whole um, pregnancy thing mm-hmm. I remember this one time I was with my auntie in the store in, 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 by the way it's Buffy speaking <laughs> yeah it's Buffy <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I remember when I was with my auntie in the store in America and um this lady she was black but she was definitely not nigerian she came and she said oh my god how many months gone are you when are you due huh. <laughs> my typical nigerian auntie was so thrown aback like why are you asking about my due date oh. so for some cultures they're just trying to be friendly and mm. you know make conversation mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Hey, when in nigeria touching your stomach touching your head yeah. is like you can't touch my head my head is my crown and my glory exactly and you can't touch my stomach it's just I think superstitious things have just been passed on from generations and that have basically now become the norm, you know? Dara, would you let someone touch your baby bum? 
and you don't know. You see, so we have some elements. I don't even let anybody touch me. Yeah, I don't even let people I don't know touching me. I wouldn't want anybody to touch me. Like, don't touch me. Touching me, yeah. Ew. But in some cultures, it's acceptable to ask for due dates. It's acceptable to touch your bum. Oh my gosh, she looks so cute. No, but then for Nigerians, it's like it's a cultural faux pas. Exactly. Yeah. Dara, are you saying don't touch my bum because in general I don't like people touching me, or would you think it's creepy when someone is excited to see your bum and she's like, oh hi. When it's, is your due date? Let me creepy. touch you. Like you can ask the questions without actually touching. Mm. Yeah, like, you, can, you don't need to touch me. Don't touch me. It's actually very creepy. I don't like people that I see, especially in Nigeria. Like I'd be very just, suspicious. Uh, like, what's going on? Uh, yeah. What is it? I don't know if you guys saw that video. Uh, it was a viral video. I think. I two think weeks I know ago. what you're talking about. Two weeks ago. Okay. Yeah, uh, a is lady. The, I don't okay. remember what. I don't remember where I saw it. But then a lady it was like a traditional thing. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah. she was. It was a traditional dancing, wedding yeah, dancing, and then some lady just came and then touched her stomach quickly, mm-hmm, quickly. and zoomed off. I've seen that video, but it's not. Yeah. New, it's not new, right? No, it, it, went, not, it, it, a, it went viral. It recently. went viral, but then there's another. There's one. another one, one that the lady was trying to do something. Then the photographer. Wedding. Stopped her from doing something. it. Yes, yeah. I can't remember. Was she doing something around her, her head yeah. or something? This I mean, for the one, one, I held no, her hand. This one was a stomach. Her, yeah. yeah, she yeah. touched her, her stomach. Belly, I've yeah. seen that one as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. So, what oh. would you say about that, Dara? You'll be saying um, you'll be praying. Praying over your stomach in your The lady that was touched, she actually kind of zoned out for a quick second. Like if you could see that, yeah, she literally went like blank for a second. Oh wow. Yeah. So does that make you believe that? The, the witches can do something. I mean, <laughs> not to me, but <laughs> I know they exist. <laughs> yeah, you see, things like that the creep me of out. The devil. I'm telling you, <laughs> things like that creep me out. Like, honestly, I haven't been to the village in a long time, except for my brother's traditional wedding. But I remember when we would go to the village, we had clear instructions. Yeah. Right? Your parents would give you clear instructions. Don't let someone touch you, your hair. <laughs> don't go <laughs> here. Yeah. If they're trying to bring you closer to them, don't come closer to, like, don't eat anything. Don't, yeah. <laughs> Eating is a must. But then again, why do they think that the people that do these things are always in the village? Like, they're everywhere. Where? <laughs> like, Lagos is someone's village. So, they're probably in here as well. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. Huh. Anyways, let's take this call. Lagos Talks. Hello, Lagos Talks. Good afternoon. What's your name? My name is Laurie. All right, welcome. Join the conversation. Yeah, for me, I think it's, uh, it's, more, it's more like a law of life. Everything has its time to be revealed. Like, the, the, the child is in the womb for a reason. The stomach doesn't get big, immediately you get pregnant for a reason. Because everything needs its own time to grow, needs its own time to be able to withstand something. So exposing prematurely only does more good than, more harm than good at the end of the day. Because what that does is, you're exposing something that is not prepared for the reaction it will get. So at the end of the day, it, it, these superstitions are built on laws of life. For me, uh, civilization might begin to erode those things. But if we look at them introspectively, you realize that these things were built on some things and institutions that were there before we began, began to become woke and all of these things. Hmm. All right. Thank you very much for your take. But that's a very interesting take saying there's a reason why for the, maybe the first three months, it's not obvious that you're mm-hmm. pregnant. Mm. Hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. I like it. Wow. <laughs> this is coming from Nonsense saying, which 
These are the good ones from Harry Potter. But Winch, they are the bloodsuckers from Nigeria. <laughs> from the Nigerian people is what he's saying. Um, this one is coming from a listener saying, please, what do you ladies have to say about Korea giving birth and showing to the whole world? Huh? Are you talking about Korra, the musician? Okay, maybe Cora will the dancer. Yeah, the dancer. dancer. She's a dancer. She's both. She's okay, both. she's both. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we don't have anything to think so about. Everything that, I know, I've known about those people. I've known it. Against your will. Against my will. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm tired of she even did uh, her husband coming to um, give us updates. I'm tired of her apologizing to everybody but her husband. I'm tired of both of them, I beg. And she did a whole elaborate water birth. That she recorded from start to finish. Yeah, I saw submerged in water. Instagram. Yeah, it was it was insane. I, I don't think I could do that. Like I'm talking about the water birth without, like, without epidural, epidural, epidural without any pain yeah. meds. Listen, she, I don't know what you Some people say epidural though. Like our moms had us without epidural. Oh yes. Yeah. Sorry, mom. Love you, mothers. It's really not easy. I don't know because that seems so painful. Although I follow like birth pages, by the way, that show Why? you like very graphic because I just think it's fascinating seeing the baby coming out of a woman's vagina. So yeah, I just think it's super nah, fascinating. Boy, no pain meds is pretty no, intense. Exactly. Yeah, it's pretty intense. So um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about Cora, but good luck to them. Um, yeah, whatever. But speaking about. Um, people bringing their marriages on social media. Have you even seen what Tonto DK has been doing? Do you think she's now doing this these things intentionally? You know, because this her ex boyfriend. She apparently Davido followed her like two days ago on social media, and she was excited. And then she put up a meme on social media, video on social media, saying that like expressing the mood that she's in. And in the video was a man twerking, and this man happened to be her ex boyfriend. Yeah. Um. So I think she's. A dramatic person. I don't know. Maybe it comes with just like being an actress. Like, sorry, Buffy. <laughs> but, um. <laughs> wow, it's the subtle yeah, shape for me. We already forgot about. <laughs> We already forgot about the whole thing that happened with the voice notes and the recording and everything. Hell, the man was even in his corner minding his business. So, sis, like, what are you posting him for? Is this like you need your page to just get traffic and people to talk about you again? Because, like, what is the point? Like, what is that in I was just like, wait, what's going on? Like, what's, this, what's happening? Like, you just set yourself up for people to so kind of start cussing you out again. Like, do I you feel, really want that? Yeah. And I feel now she's more of a social media personality as opposed to a, an actual actor. Yeah. I'm so sorry. What, what, what was her last film? She hasn't been in the movies in a while. Yeah, yeah. so Actually. it's it's like huh. she's more that, of a social a media influencer ah, than she's not an, an actual influencer. thespian. You know what I mean? So interesting. It's, it's interesting. Maybe she's doing that to, to trend. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I was. You've, that's you've like... publicly bashed and insulted this man. So you guys have had... You know, back and back forth and, and forth. back and forth. So, what's the point of and we defended him? It makes her? No sense. Oh, you did. By the way, yes, because oh, really, you did for I this mean, particular person or for her ex husband. No, no, no. This person, like oh. you guys, like he recorded their conversation. Oh yeah, just, like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Of mm. yeah so. Mm. Hey, I even like sent a comment on her page and I was like, I just sent wow, a Wow, this heart. is shocking. Yes. So, Dara, would you like to tell us how no, you... thank you. <laughs> 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 oh, so, man. I had to 
just like go back to the same drama. It's like, are you mm-hmm. not tired? Like, what's going on? Let it go. Breathe. So someone is asking. So it's it's Buffy. It's Dara and Buffy. And no, they're not twins. <laughs> <laughs> Do we stand there? Right? Wow. No, they are twins. not twins. By the way, we're supposed to be live on on Instagram so at least people can see how Buffy looked because. Oh. Yesterday we were live on um, Instagram for really? June. Yeah, 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 we're live. Have you forgotten? And that's the reason why you wore your face mask. I mean, I just thought it was a recorded video. I didn't actually know that we were live. Weren't we live yesterday? Yeah, we were live on Instagram. We were. Um, so you, we're gonna go live. We have an interview in a few seconds. We have a guest in the studio because it's a tuesday and from 2 30 we get into tune tuesdays where we get to talk about all things music so we're going to be having a conversation about the nigerian music industry and a few other things so we're going to be taking a look at that shortly uh this is coming from zook radio saying tonto dk should be in young african and famous i want to see her <laughs> jump tables to beats Kanye and zari how an ending drama should be ready you know what <laughs> Yeah. She should be considered yeah, one of those reality TV shows. Like her and Tonto DK as well would have made a good addition to the cast. Who and who? Um, Cora. No, Tonto DK and, and Toke Makinwa. I think they would have made you a, know, good was a good addition. Because people assumed they have the that whole, she was going to be a part know, of the Fashionable vibe, drama yeah. and everything. They're interesting yeah, I don't think Toke would kind of like bring the fire because like she, I feel like she has this whole brand and she wouldn't want to be like... She wouldn't want rude. to dirty the waters. Yeah. But Tonto, mm. she doesn't give us good TV. <laughs> I wonder why they did. should have considered her, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would have been proper, proper content. Anyways, it's 2.31. We're going to take a quick quick break right after the break let us get into tune tuesday where we talk about all things music by the way it's do your favorite talk show called the dish my name is ifunaya i'm here with kel dara and our special guest uh, buffy and i call her our special guest because this is still part of the search for the next lady of the dish and as you know for the next couple of days we're going to be having the shortlisted candidates join us on each episode of the dish yesterday we had joan today we have buffy who is in the studio from the 12th to the 13th you get to vote for who your favorite candidate is who you think is the best fit for the dish you get to vote on instagram on twitter the phone lines and whatsapp on instagram you get to vote on the post that we're going to be putting up on the 12th it's going to be tagged vote for the next lady of the dish all you need to do is to like that particular post and drop a comment of the person's name your favorite candidate's name in the comment section on twitter just click on the poll that is going to be pinned to our page on twitter at lagos talks 913 and then you get to vote for your favorite candidate via the phone lines you need to call in within the hours of 1 p.m to 3 p.m on the 12th and the 13th because that's when you can vote by calling in and mentioning the name of your favorite candidates and on whatsapp you get to send a message as well between one to three with the name of your favorite candidate. All right, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, I'll be introducing our guest for Tune Tuesday. Stick around. 
All right, welcome back. It's 2.38. It's do your favorite talk show with your favorite ladies called The Dish. My name is Ifa and I am here with Kel, Dara, and Buffy. As you know, we're still on the search for the next lady of The Dish, just in case you're trying to know who Buffy is. It's time for Tune Tuesday, where we talk about all things music. And we have a guest in the studio. His name is Atwee, and I know that people also yes, call yes. you AT. Yes, yes, yes. How's it going? It's all good. It's all good. I hope you're not intimidated. It's a room filled with women. No, no, Four no. Four women. No. I, I feel empowered, in fact. I like that. <laughs> I feel empowered. Correct answer. A room full of women is a room of power, so yeah. All right, so welcome to The Dish on Tune Tuesday. We talk about music, all things music, so we're glad that you're able to be our guest for today. First, let's get into your name because it seems like people have found it very difficult mm. to pronounce your name. Yeah. So what is the real pronunciation of your name and what does it mean? Okay, so it's Atwe. That's how you say it. Okay. Um, obviously, if you have an accent, you know, in the UK, they say Atwe or Atwe. <laughs> Atwe. Or, yeah, Atwe. you know, so it's fine. I don't really mind. Um, and the name means um, something rare. Um, and it's a name my mom gave me. I just always, you know, appreciate the the sentiment behind it. Interesting. And yeah. And obviously being Igbo as well, yeah. I feel like all our names kind of have to carry some kind of weight. Meaning, yeah. So I love that about the name. And I, I decided yeah. to go what with that. What is the meaning of your name? Thank God now. Look at you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the meaning That's of my the name. only thing you know anymore. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's enough for me. <laughs> That's interesting. I, okay, it's obvious that you're a twin because he, by the way, he walked into the studio and Buffy was asked. I think it was Buffy or Dara. I'm not really sure who asked. It was Buffy. <laughs> so it was Buffy that asked. <laughs> are you twins? So if Wait, what's you? They're, so they're not your twins. Name? They're not? No. We're not twins. They said it before we were on air. (laughs) That's a lie. (laughs) He's six years older. Who is six years older? You. Me. He's six years older. (laughs) And I was like, how? Because they even talk alike. They talk alike. No, yeah. No, but in my family, for some reason, we get to a point where we all just... Stop. And don't look any different. And then everyone just you know that starts you looking like each other. Both both can impersonate each other. We yeah. have. We have you, in some possible. weird situations. It's very so possible. We've done that before. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was going to say, I'm sure you could have been using yeah, his yeah, ID but, yeah. to, to get into a club if you're yeah, not yeah, enough. Yeah. It's like, yeah, nah, yeah, yeah. bro. That is, this is the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> because I didn't hear when you said you're not twins. I thought, yes, you guys were twins. No, we're not, we're not, we're not. But it's well, fun, on you that know. note, I have no more twin questions to ask. Cont- I had a lot of twins. We need to play this. Anyways, what type of music do you make in terms of genre? Because we're going to play one of your songs, mm. which is pretty dope. I can't mm. wait for people to hear it. But what what type of genre would you say your music um, falls under? So I, to put it, I guess plain and simple, I'm an Afro R&B artist. Um, I started off with R&B mostly um, in my early years, um, playing musical instruments and producing and stuff and working with different artists. And then I kind of just wanted to settle with my identity, I feel. Interesting. Um, so even my name change happened as well. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to, you know, take ownership of who I am and come into the Afro world and use what I've learned, which is, you know, R&B hmm. and bring that in and merge it and then create music. So, yeah, I produce and I write and I perform um, Afro R&B music. Yeah. 
Interesting. So, so what did you do differently that made it Afro? Because now there's so many genres I have yeah. lost count. Yeah, yeah. So, so if you from your R and B and now you say you're an Afro R and B artist, like what mm. was the difference? Did you just add maybe the maybe the gong in your mm. in your instrumental? You know or what like what exactly? Did yeah. You do? do you know what it is? Yeah. It's um for me as a music producer as well. I think the instruments you use to produce is is as important as the lyrics. That you have on the song, yeah. and it can tell the same story, or you can make it or shape it to tell a story that you want to convey about who you are. So, um, yeah, um, yeah, for me, so it's the being an evil man. <laughs> there's this, there's this instrument that we use. Um, it's like, oh yeah, what do you call that? I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so that <laughs> yeah. that to me, I always incorporate in most of my songs. Um, huh. And that for me just seals it, and just makes me know yes, I'm 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 tapping into my heritage, and I'm using that to kind of like champion everything I'm doing. So, yeah, that's okay. the, that's the thing I add all the time. And obviously, sometimes I try to incorporate the language as well, speaking pigeon. Surprisingly, I can speak pigeon quite well. I said surprisingly, <laughs> <laughs> I can speak it quite I'm well. Whether you don't question me, but. Yeah. 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 What, right something. now? Yep. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Who understands you? See, that's on the spot now. Um, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's on the spot. You have to speak to me, like, because you guys are quite eloquent as well. So it's like, oh, right. <laughs> I can't just break that. Okay, so. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, how many years you don't need to do music now? <laughs> 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 I am, I am. I promise you. I'm the corner. How many years I don't do music? I don't do music for um about um let's say hmm Well, releasing music. I go back, I go back. But wait, chill, chill. <laughs> it's gonna come. But you, let's keep going. It will come, it'll come. At some point you hear it. You hear it. I yeah. promise you. <laughs> so, so, how have you? Do Do you live in Nigeria? Because how have you been able to manage your 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 career as mm. an Afro R and B artist? And I believe, because from hearing your song, I know that a major target audience is Nigerian. Yes. Right. So, how mm. have you been able to manage your career, not necessarily living in Nigeria, if you don't? Know um. It? So, um, over the years of making music, I've 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 kind of. I've kind of um, experienced a few things um, being in the industry, working with many different kind of people. I've I've made songs and beats for artists that I guess you've probably heard of from the UK. Oh, interesting. Um, and just being around that environment, you kind of learn that most people are Nigerian. Hmm. If they're black, they're yeah. either Nigerian, <laughs> um, Ghanaian, Ghanaian, or yeah. Jamaican. Do you understand? But most people are Nigerian. So in a way i'm also i'm i'm always catering to my people hmm. that are not even in nigeria if that yes. makes sense yes yeah. um and i feel like nigerians have this thing of identity you know when you see a nigerian or you you know know or find out someone's nigerian instantly yeah. you're just like oh yeah that's my guy yeah you understand so i feel like just being able to tap into that is makes it easy to just kind of like relate with whoever and anyone i'm speaking to mm -hmm. and people really respect afrobeats mm. across mm. the you know they 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 really cherish it um especially because of whiskey and 
um, David Doe and Burner Boy. They're mm. really opening the market for everyone now. Yeah. And obviously TikTok as well is another way that's just completely blown everything out of proportion that's now. So and it's just amazing for everyone. So everyone really loves Afrobeat. So it's not even just a Nigerian thing anymore. It's not just a West African thing anymore. It's now a global thing. Mm. Um, I don't know if you've seen the boys from um, Korea dancing a lot to a lot of Afrobeat. Yeah. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's a lot of that, that going on. Yeah, I the song. Yeah, there's a lot of that going on. There's a lot of like Japanese youngsters as well dancing to Afrobeat and playing it. That, you know, so they have clubs that they strictly just play Afrobeats. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so it's one of those things where it's we, we've kind of crossed the border. So it's not just our music anymore. Exactly. It's everyone's music everyone's and they love it. So, you know. It's yeah. interesting. All right, it's 2.47. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to be playing one of your singles, which you will mm. um, afterwards talk to us about. And we will take it a step further because I like the fact that you're saying that Afrobeat has gone beyond being a Nigerian or an African thing. It's not like more like a world type of yeah. sound. And, you know, there have been like conversations and um, debates about um, Afrobeat and dancehall. I don't know if you've ever come across Mm-hmm. that yeah, you yeah, know yeah. where people are saying Afrobeats is not as big as dancehall because there was a period where we know that dancehall was a world sound where like the Sean Pauls would have collaborations mm. with different people from different parts of the world and he was recognized in different parts of the world so we, we would have a conversation right after the break okay, you know I have a lot uh, to say about that fantastic <laughs> yeah, alright okay. then so uh, let's take a very quick break and when we come back we'll be having more conversation on Tune Tuesday stick around All right, welcome back. And uh, you just listened to a single by Atoye. Please just introduce that song to us, you know, mm. what your um, inspiration, I know that you get this, so what was the inspiration behind that song that you wrote or you sang? So just give us more information about that particular song. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's my single called Notice. Um, okay. The song is simply about, you know, um, when someone's doing everything to get your attention, and you don't really notice it. Yeah. <laughs> and then eventually, when you do, you then, I guess, start to appreciate what they're doing. So in this instance, you know, I'm obviously speaking about um, uh, a lady. You know I don't saying? know. Is it, is it obvious? Um, Tell us. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tell um, us. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, she's got a fire body. So Is it? Um, is it bro so just saying oh yeah actually yeah i see you i see you now but yeah <clears throat> all right that that's fantastic uh, by the way in case you're just tuning in this is the dish my name is ifnai i'm here with dara kel and buffy and we have in the studio with us atue and we are on tune tuesdays where we talk about all things music um we have just a few minutes left, sadly, mm-hmm. which we're going to have to quickly wrap this up. But I did say that we we're going to speak a little bit about Afrobeat and dancehall. Do you think that they're at par? Do you think that Afrobeat still has a long way? Do you think that Afrobeat has been, you know, just like dancehall and maybe the world is just catching? Like, what? It, what is it, you know, in that argument that people mm-hmm. have been having? Do you know what? Um, I don't understand why there's an argument. Yeah. I don't I don't agree with any kind of argument. Um and I only feel that way because we basically, you know, I guess we can put dance hall to Jamaicans, exactly, I guess. Yeah. And then put Afrobeats to Nigerians. Yeah. But I think we make fantastic music and we should continue to gel and, and, and bring our genres together and make great songs. 
because most Afrobeat artists use dancehall lingo in their songs. Gal, you know. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Oh, like, yeah, true. <laughs> true. Mewand, you know what I mean? Like, we use the same kind of lingo. And um, now, um, dancehall artists are using Afro beats for their actual instrumentals. You know what I'm saying? So, I think it's just it works hand in hand and it should always work hand in hand mm. um, because it's they're two great genres and they are the genres that really make people feel things. I like that. You know, they're the genres of music that really get under your skin and make you either dance or make you feel emotional. Mm. Like when you listen to Adekunle Gold, mm. you, you're in a different kind of, you know, area. And, and then you listen to Semi and then you're just like, oh, wow. And, you know, everything's happening. And then you come to Oxlade and it's just melodies or melodies or melodies. Mm. Do you understand what I'm saying? And then you listen to Burner Boy, you feel like a militant. So <laughs> it, it creates, you know what I'm saying? I it, love it that. really creates <laughs> it it creates moods. Yeah. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. So it's the it's the one genre that makes people feel. Dancehall does the same thing as well, but mm-hmm. you know, I guess dancehall is more more for the sexy time. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I love dancehall. Popcorn, you know, yeah. Shensia, all of them. <laughs> so it's like, they should work hand in hand, you know? You know, Afrobeats can be sexy and has been sexy as well. You know, we've got some whiskey song, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. we can just work yeah, hand in hand and just make it great. So that there should be no arguments whatsoever, in my opinion. But, you know. Brilliant. Yeah. All right, before we wrap this up, what should we be expecting from Atwe? You know, you've put out this beautiful single we love. Mm. So what else should we expect? So um, <clears throat> I've got um, a headline show coming up this summer in London. Um, I've got an EP dropping as well um, this same summer as well. Um, I've got a few other singles dropping this year as well mm-hmm. with some features on it that, you know, can be, you know, it's quite exciting for me. Fantastic. Um, and yeah, and some some music production stuff that I've done for some artists that you obviously know okay. of already. So yeah, it's quite exciting. Um, right. So yeah, stay tuned and, you know, catch the vibe. Fantastic. If people want to reach out to you on social media, what's your handle? It's um, Atway Official. So it's my name, A-T-U-E-Y-I-I, official and everything. On TikTok, though, it's just Atwe. Okay. Because um, that's the only place where no one's stolen the name. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. so just like, yeah, Atwe. Right. But yeah, TikTok, TikTok is my people. So, um, right. but yeah, so yeah, just follow me there. Check me out. Message me, DM me. I love talking. So, yeah. okay i I like that all right uh guys uh this is where we wrap up the show for today derek hell buffy so buffy i will give you time to just speak a little bit you know people have heard you you join our show today was fun exciting beautiful takes by the way so before wrapping up what would you say before saying goodbye Hi guys. Hi ladies of the dish. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. This was really um nice, very intellectual conversations and I really enjoyed all the perspectives mm. on serious issues going on in our country, social issues, economic issues, just mm. <laughs> and just, you know I what like I mean? That. So yes, I I thoroughly enjoyed myself and thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Thank you. And would you like to share your social media? Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Bofita Show. So that's B-O-F-I-T-A-S-H-O-W. Alrighty, All right. thank you so much. Kellyanne. What's up? <laughs> Alright guys, you can follow me on social media at Kale Online. It's my handle everywhere. Have a truly amazing Tuesday. 
Uh, <laughs> bye, guys. We'll be back tomorrow. Have a good day. I don't have social media, as you guys already know. So if you leave me alone, <laughs> how do you not have social media? <laughs> of course, I don't. <laughs> don't listen to her. Anyways, guys, thank you so much. Um, it was a beautiful show today, by the way. A big thank you to everyone who was a part of the show. The dish comes up every weekday, 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Make it a date with us. You can reach out to me on Instagram and on Twitter at ify_i. That is ify_i. 